Some of you are going to find this a bit incredulous, but here's something that federal, state, and local governments all tell us to do that we should actually listen to. Eat more fruits and vegetables. You've heard about the health benefits of increasing plant-based nutrients into your diet, but how can you easily consume all the fruits and veggies needed? Well, it's easy. By adding Grown American Superfood and Essential Vitamins Plus Immunity into your meals. Grown American Superfood and Essential Vitamins Plus Immunity is a power blend that has 31 fruits and vegetables in every scoop. Organic vegetables, super greens, super fruits, and super sprouts. It is fortified with essential vitamins plus an immunity boost. And right now, you can get a free two-week supply of Grown American Superfood and Essential Vitamins Plus Immunity by just paying $8.95 for the shipping and handling. And not only that, you'll also get a free frother to quickly whip up your healthy and nutritious grown American drink. Go to grownamericansuperfood.com forward slash John and order today. Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. This is the John Fugelsang Podcast. Good evening. Welcome to Tell Me Everything here on Sirius XM Progress. I'm Joe Sudby. I'm with you again tonight, filling in for John Fugelsang. Always love this opportunity to join you. I wanted to play a clip from Justice Samuel Alito, who this week, while the court is in session, took some time to speak to the Heritage Foundation, one of the extremist right-wing groups in D.C. Let's play a clip, and then I want to talk about it on the other side. It was a grave betrayal of trust by somebody, and it uh, was a shock because nothing like that had happened in the past. So it certainly changed the atmosphere at the court for the remainder of, of last term. The leak also made those of us who were thought to be in the majority in support of overruling Roe and Casey targets for assassination because it gave people a rational reason to think they could prevent that from happening by killing one of us. And we know that a, a man has been charged with attempting to kill Justice Kavanaugh. It's a pending case, so I won't say anything more about that. So that was Alito talking about the leak and talking about the risk that it created for him and his colleagues. And what happened with Kavanaugh was a horrific story, and it never should have happened. And we disavow and disdain any level of violence because that's what we would do. But what Alito omits is the damage and the harm that he has caused to women around this country. Uh, Joan McCarter at Daily Coast wrote a post about this at Daily Coast today. Dear Justice Alito, here are some people whose lives are really in danger that you should meet. And it is really just a gripping account of stories from women who 
have literally been on the verge of death or had to become really sick before they could have an abortion. Christina Kruchank, who was frail, vomiting, and in pain when she went to the hospital. She had a sack around the fetus, and she needed an abortion. She had to wait. She said, this was her quote, you have to lay there and wait and have your life in the hands of an ethics committee or a doctor that wants to help but can't. Amanda Zarowski, she went into sepsis. She had sepsis. Now, in Ireland, a woman died from sepsis because she couldn't get an abortion. And Ireland voted to change its constitution because of that. Instead, what Alito and his colleagues did is take away a constitutional right and put women at risk of death. The list goes on and on and on. People denied medication. Women denied medication. Doctors whose careers are at risk because they're trying to save the lives of their patient. And they're being advised not to because of lawyers who say, you know, is the woman close enough to death that you're going to interfere and save her life? This is what Justice Alito, who whined to the Heritage Foundation, who has one of the cushiest jobs in the world and who has done this to women around the country. And these are just stories we know. There are so many more we don't know. But that's what Republicans have done. And that's what's on the ballot. Uh, so uh, Elon Musk owns Twitter now. The official fired the top executives. They all left the building. And uh, earlier today, he tweeted a note to Twitter advertisers. And he said, Twitter obviously cannot become a free-for-all hellscape where anything can be said with no consequences, Twitter aspires to be the most respected advertising platform in the world. We shall see. <laughs> we shall see how this goes. I mean, I love Twitter, and I spend a lot too much time there. But if it does become a free-for-all hellscape, I don't need it. I don't need it in my life, and I think a lot of other people will feel the same way. And a lot of brands won't want to be there, and a lot of politicians won't want to be there. So let us see how this plays out. But right now, let's get on the phones. Rich in Indiana. Rich, what's going on tonight? Good evening. Good evening, John. Thank you for being here. Thank you for helping John. Oh, I'm glad to do it. How are you doing? I've been better, but that was a long time ago, so this is the new normal. I'm rocking it. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. It's true. It's such a loaded question yeah. these days. Yeah, you know. Well, let us uh, cite the uh, immortal words uh, from Ezekiel twenty-five seventeen, wherein blessed is he who, in the name of charity and goodwill, shepherds the weak through the valley of the darkness, for he is truly his brother's keeper and finder of lost children. That's what we do when we go to the polls with our friends. So. You know, get up, stand up, stand up for your rights. Um, I wanted to talk about getting the flu shot. I got my flu shot earlier this month. People in Indiana apparently aren't real gung-ho about getting their flu shots. And uh, there was actually a statement about uh, the upcoming flu season and there being a concern that the hospitals could fill up. And there's also these uh, COVID versions that... uh, might get loose again as people are indoors and coughing on each other. And um, I take my flu shot very seriously. They had, uh, let's see, South America, Southern Hemisphere, has just come through its flu season. It's spring down there. And the report 
that I heard on NPR was that Chile did their flu shots and people who didn't get flu shots were more likely to be in the hospital. They said there was a fully 50% better chance of being well if you got your flu shot. Stay out of the hospital. And, you know, we've been through this drill. <laughs> we, we've been two years through this freaking drill. And um, I, I honestly do not understand how a bonehead refuses logic of their eyes and what is just simply plain disgust truth that's out there. People are dying and people are sick. John has been able to explain how he's had long COVID and I don't want long COVID. I tell you what, <laughs> but get your flu shots. It's, it's a good thing to do. You know, you, you need the odds on your side. And, uh, by, by saying, Oh, I'm, I'm tired of this. This is hard to do. It's like, well, damn right. It is. If it was easy, we wouldn't have had a pandemic. And, uh, <laughs> so, you know, I, wait, I'd say get the, Get get the boosters too. Get the COVID boosters too. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I did. I did. I, it, the other thing is, um, I think it was in the New York debate the other night. Polio is a problem in New York again, and yeah. the governor's declared an emergency. And the, so. Lee Zeldin, the Republican, wouldn't encourage people to get the polio vaccine. My God, when we're growing up, it wasn't oh. even it wasn't a second thought. Of course, you did. Yeah. My yeah. God, this is, well, you know, we've, we've had we've had this. OK, so disinformation gets into stuff. Yeah. Can I give you a um, this is anecdotal and it's really been meaningful and valuable for me and it could take a minute. But if I've used up too much time already, I'll just talk about it some other time. Uh, you know what? what? I'll be hosting again. Call, call again. I got a bunch of callers waiting and I want to get as many in as possible, Rich. And I think For let's sure. just leave it at what you just said, which is so important. Get your flu shots, get your COVID shots. And let's and, and I'm so glad you brought it up tonight because probably should have mentioned. I know John speaks, you know, so eloquently about what's going on with him. But thanks for the call. It's always good to talk to you, Rich. And um, we'll talk again soon, I hope. Let's talk to Sean in California. Sean, what's going on? Hey, brother Joe. You know what? I mean, uh, awesome show. And uh, but you know, just on a basic level, I feel like I'm uh, stating the obvious. But the economy with the corporate media, you know, in the you know, right when we're getting close to the election, <laughs> is their um, casino odds maker subject that the only thing they're trying to do here is make things close and and that's so sad i mean the democratic party and and normal patriotic americans we don't have the whole corporate media we do not have all of the radio stations republicans have like 1500 we don't have anything close to it my point here is is that you know uh nevada you know, you stay very active. This is how we do it, people. We're not going to do it by overwhelming the propaganda with a message. I'll just be straight up. Yes, freedom should be the message, the lack thereof, because Republicans always want to be in your private business. And if you don't know that now, I mean, I don't know what people are thinking. Republicans want government to be all in your private business, whether it be, you know, health care, 
or who you marry. They, that's what they do. They, they're in your business. And that's like lesson number one when I was growing up, you know, mind your own damn business. So I don't know what these people are voting for, but the corporate media does this. And you're right. I mean, Republicans seem to like at the Republican voters seem to all of a sudden at the end, you know, come and, uh, you know, vote for Republicans. I'm like, what's wrong with you? Is it just racism? Is it just ignorance? Is it you're stupid? Because of the economy, I don't know. I can't say what it actually is. But people would rather predict rather than get active. So what I'm saying here is people like Joe, I know how active you've been for a ton of your life. And it makes a huge difference. Uh, You know, I always say I, I wish I could do more every year, and I'm not doing anything compared to some of the young folks that are out there and some of the other people out there doing, you know, knocking on doors, which is very important. Like, we have to stay engaged, okay? That's how it is done. Because, look, in 2022, if you're waiting in the last two weeks to get your marching orders to vote, we're in deep damn trouble. I mean, come on, people. Where have you been? What planet have you been? We have social media. We have all the Internet. If you have not paid attention to what the hell's going on in our country at this point in time, you know, what am I going to do? Reach out to you? Hell no. I want you to next time think about this stuff at least a little bit all year long because it's just like brushing your teeth. This is your country. You want democracy to go to what go away? Oh, wait to see how that hits your pocketbook. Because <laughs> right. apparently too many people don't even think about uh, the, the economy when they're voting. Because that must be the way it is. Because I, last time I checked, uh, 99% of us are not billionaires. Right. And right. that's what Republicans and that's all they stand for. It is. And, and, by the way, and they people, want to cut your Social Security yeah. and Medicare. It's that's on the ballot. So if you care about the economy, you should care about that. And and the and the media doesn't tell them. The corporate media doesn't tell them. You're exactly right, Sean. And I, I will just say, and you know, I, I think y'all, we all know this. I know you do a lot of door to door. You go out. You've gone from California to Nevada and done that. And there, and Arizona. These, yeah. yeah. These days you can phone bank or text bank from anywhere people are doing it organizations are doing it move on indivisible um you know uh last night unite here told us how to do it as well so google it participate if, if you're fretting do something action beats in action in, every thing, time joe sure. sure one more quick thing brother young folks and women are going to decide this election right so this is going to be my measuring Uh, stick after this election young folks and women where do we stand because they have everything to lose well in young people and i've said this before and there's there's a lot of good work being done that white house actually had some of the leading tiktokers in the white house to meet with the president this week because they want to help them they want to use them to influence people to vote and uh, i've seen a lot of work i saw united we dream is doing ads on game for gamers (laughs) <laughs> the, the, to get young Latino men to vote. And I'm like, this is the kind of stuff we need because young people, I 
compare it to what happened in 2008 when Sarah Silverman said, everybody call their grandparents and say, vote. We need the grandparents to call their kids and saying, making sure you're voting because your life is You've got decades ahead of you for this. So make sure your kids and their friends are all voting because they care about the planet and they care about their friends and they care about their rights. Anyway, Sean, always good to talk to you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, we're going to take a break. We'll be back in just a few minutes and we will get right on the phones. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Hello and welcome back. Oh. There are 12 days until November 8th. Almost 16 million Americans have already voted as we approach this incredibly important election. We are going to talk about elections tonight. This cycle is so fascinating because it was supposed to be, by historical trends, a Republican blowout, and it is so not. Democrats are really in the game. Really good chance to keep the Senate. I think the House is still in play, obviously. A lot of races, those New York Times polls today, which clearly shocked the New York Times. Let's get on the phone. I see Mitch in Kent State is on the phone. Mitch, what's going on? Hey, Joe. How are you doing tonight? Good. How are you? Good, thanks. Uh, Joe, you know, some good news here in Northeast Ohio. I mean, as far as early voting, it's over doubled from 2018 compared to 2018's uh, turnout uh, in early voting. So... As far as uh, people getting out, uh, it's some good news here, you know, in this part of the state. Uh, the other thing is, Joe, you know, uh, my mom was a poll worker for 30-plus years uh, in our community here. And um, if she's seen what she's, you know, if she'd be able, she was alive today to see what's going on today, I think it would just, just disturb her immensely. I mean, just the, the intimidation and these people that, uh, you know, uh, out there, you know, I, you know, Scaring people off and things like that—it just—it's just so un-American. It really is. It's just uh, there's no other, no other word for it. You know, how can people do be that way? And uh, and uh, it's just you know the intimidation is just just there's no excuse for it. There's just simply no excuse for it. it it's just their way of you know, just bad behavior. I mean, I, I can't uh, I understand. There's uh, and they know they can get away with it because they you know, they have their parameters and uh, 
and uh, you know that that didn't, they can only you know it's just it's just inexcusable, Joe. That's all there is to it. I just uh, no, it, it's completely inexcusable, and it's it's also illegal too. Voter suppression yeah. is illegal. It's a there's federal laws against it, and the Department of Justice I know has been really closely monitoring, particularly what's happening in Arizona, but it's happening in a lot of states, and you're seeing in Nevada where you know poll election workers have quit and they're being harassed. There's an article in Bolts magazine tonight about poll workers in New Mexico who are being harassed. And it's all part of a scheme. And and the thing is, a confident party doesn't have to do that. If you believe in your ideas, if you believe in in your positions, you want people to vote. They don't want people to vote because the only way they can win is to cheat and and suppress vote. And they do it through gerrymandering. They do it through voter ID laws, you know, crazy voter ID laws. And they do it. Now they're getting really aggressive. It's so ugly, Mitch. Um, It is good news to see that there's good turnout in Ohio. I mean, the Senate race, this is a good example. This Senate race wasn't supposed to be competitive, you know, this year. It was going to be, it's, it's supposed to be a Republican year. Tim Ryan has stayed in it. And the Republicans have spent $73 million to boost up J.D. Vance. And he's so detestable that they can't even um, get him over the finish line yet. So, yeah. Get out there and vote in Ohio because it really matters. And the Secretary of State, I mean, the Supreme Court races are really important, too. Secretary of State, too, but Supreme Court, particularly in Ohio, Mitch. Thanks for the call and bringing that up because it's so important. We cannot be intimidated. And if you are intimidated, you need to call your local authorities. You need to call the Department of Justice, call the FBI. Don't take any shit out on the polls, people. Right on, Joe. Right, right on. Yeah, you know, I was telling also the real quick. I was telling Thea. There's a lot of people that uh, might be overwhelmed when they go. Maybe it's their first time voting, or uh, or they, they had. It's been a while since they voted because they were uh, afraid of whatever. I always said, take a little, take a little list of you, you know, of, the, of the prior or the candidates, you know, and and, uh, and maybe some history on them, and and what uh, you know, have a clear head when you go into that that booth, okay? Because uh, you know, it, it's so important to be uh, just you know in the in the moment. I'm trying to say right. is because you know, a lot of people get overwhelmed, maybe a little you know you know scared at first, but it's, it, you know, be calm and collected, and you know, place your vote and be confident, okay? Be confident that the system is going to work. It's going to work for you and that uh, things will be uh, a lot brighter you know the next day so uh, god bless everyone that goes out there and votes because we need you people we really need you and uh, this year is is more important as as has uh, ever been so right uh, absolutely right you. and go with friends too. go with your family there go you with go. your friends Make it a joint project. Thanks, there Mitch. Um, thanks Thank for that. Too. We needed that. Thanks so much. Thank uh, let's stay on the phones. Uh, Bill in Orlando. Bill, how are you doing? Joe, my friends, good to talk to you again. I've been voting since 1976, and I've voted every day. I think I mailed one ballot in when I went to Hawaii several years ago. Other than that, I've always, I've always voted the day of. So I'm one of those people that just do it, you know, and I, I, I have my ballot. I could certainly mail one in, but... I always voted the day off. And um, I was thinking about the lame ducks. We're going to have a lame duck. Whatever happens after November, assuming the the, the zealots take the House, we're going to have a lame duck session here. So why can't we, uh, Schumer and Biden, suck up to Manchin and Sinema and say, we're going to override shit and we're going to pass a whole bunch of shit here in this lame duck session? Obviously, it it probably will never happen, but it gets something. Like I was telling Michelangelo the other day, the death ceiling. Why can't they put through a, de- a two-year debt ceiling plan, right? Take care of this debt ceiling until after the presidential election. And 
you know, say, fuck them. You know, you can, you can, you want to run the economy, you know, we'll take care of it. I know that may not ever happen. What do you think? Well, I, I agree. First of all, one thing I do think that media should be doing is if they're writing about the fact that they think Republicans are going to win, they need to say what Republicans are going to do. And they need to include yeah. the fact that they're willing to crash the economy by, you know, blowing up the debt and that they want to cut Social Security and Medicare. That should be part of the conversation right now. Yeah. And if that happens, you know, I think maybe we can hold the House. Uh, it's going to be tough. But, you know, these four polls from The New York Times today certainly were yeah. a surprise to The New York Times. The other yeah. thing is, yes, there is a lame duck session. And I agree. Fix, take this power away from Republicans. If they want to abuse the economy and they want to destroy the economy of the world, which would happen if the United States defaulted, take it away from them. And there are ways to do it. Greg Sargent at the uh, Washington Post wrote a great column about this last week. There are different tools they could use and they need to. And Democrats need to play the game. They need to play hardball like Republicans do. Republicans wouldn't think twice about it. Yeah, we're at the top of the hour, Bill. I got to let you go. But thanks for bringing that up because it's really important. We're going to take a break here on Tell Me Everything. We'll be back in just a few minutes. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Hello and welcome back. When I tweeted that I was on tonight, I said, I'm wicked excited to talk to all of our guests. And I am giddily excited about being joined by the inimitable Keith Price, a.k.a. Mm. Comedy Daddy. Welcome back. Oh, my God. Hi, Joe. Hi. How you doing, baby? Um, I'm, you know, as okay as one can be these days. How are you? Well, I am... Absolutely ecstatic as I watch black people show out all week. It's been fabulous. <laughs> A little nervous. Yeah. Um, anyone in particular? Well, I Any- mean, let's see. We've got so many choices. We've got Herschel Walker, uh-huh. <laughs> who's, yeah. you know, woman number two. You know, he did drive me to that abortion, you know. <laughs> it's like, okay. Thanks. Between her and Gloria Allred, loving those moments. And then, of course, Kanye. Oh, my God. Like, <laughs> the latest of him being escorted out of <laughs> out of the Skechers offices <laughs> because he wasn't invited to be there in the first place. <laughs> and he wanted them to sell his shoes because Adidas dumped him because of his anti-Semitism and Skechers is owned by a Jewish family. So what do you, how do you quite do his research there? 
clearly nobody in the back of his research group did the research. Because, again, my favorite thing with him is he talked about Adidas, like, at one point, never leaving him. And I think that, that was what it is that made them leave him. <laughs> it's like, yeah. that, you can, let's own the fact that it is a German company, an old German company, <laughs> <laughs> that waited till the very last minute to feel intimidated enough to finally cut ties with him. So, I mean, you know, I'm sure that it it was a very hard decision on their end to to let that young man go out into the world and continue being the most ridiculous human on the planet. Um, <laughs> My God, I can't. It's like, isn't it interesting though? Like his interaction with Candace Owen in the last couple of weeks and literally every career moment everything that he's ever built is like gone it's like boy she don't really like black men at all either (laughs) yeah Yeah. she successfully has undone another one anyway (laughs) oh my god it is it is really it it, and now and now kanye's friend elon who uh um has described himself as an African because he's from South Africa, African-American, which, of course, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, there you have potato, it. Potato, potato. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Jesus. But now he is, um, of course, uh, he owns Twitter. He owns Twitter. Kick the, oh, kick yeah. the leaders out today. It's his. So um, <laughs> you have to see what, be, what kind of debacle comes of this. So now, so he owns Twitter and... Uh, doesn't Kanye own a big stake of Parler now? Is that correct? Yes, Parler. Yeah. So which 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 Candace's husband owned, right? Isn't that what exactly. it is? Exactly. Yep. So she somehow managed to broker a deal. It's like it makes Kanye look like the biggest chump ever. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Finally, someone's paying attention to me. Yeah. Oh my God, I can't. It's just it's just so scary. It's really scary because, you know, I, I as much fun as I can have making with, you know, Herschel and Candace and and and, you know, ye, um, it's sort of like it the, the distraction that they cause within the black community. First of all, you know, they tend to try to they bring this divisive rod into the community to where, you know, there are some people that are gullible enough to take that ride and go along with them. And it's really sad because it is, it is clear that, you know, the fact that when we're all united in general as a group, and then you add all of the other disenfranchised groups that are being, you know, savagely hit upon when we all can collectively hit together, it's like we could do so much, de- you know, more damage to these people than they know. And that's the reason why they do things like they hire the Kanye's to, you know, go into the community and disrupt with this foolishness. You know, the, you know, slavery was a choice, you know, <laughs> yeah. My God. the Jews are, you know, like he's just going after the Jews. He's going to go DEFCON four or five or whatever the hell the number was. Like he's, you know, that's the kind of talk that whatever money is being given to him by whatever nefarious LLC that's run by the Koch brothers or something. Cause I mean, you know, this is all that kind of crazy talk because you just cannot. Well, I mean, I guess if Kanye is mentally, you know, ill and signing contracts or making deals with these people, 
I guess, you know, I mean, he could be being duped by them. But in the end, you know, these folks are not doing this shit for free. John always right. says it. He's like, if you can find, you know, a black person that's willing to say the things that these guys are saying publicly, there is a group of white people that are willing to pay for it. And so, you know, old crouching white people, I'm assuming, that are willing to pay for that because that that kind of disruption is the great kind of distraction because how often are we talking about Trump right now? Because everybody's all in the tizzy about Kanye and his anti-Semitism and all this craziness and not reminding themselves that two years ago, he was going to run for president, which was something to help disrupt the whole vote so that Trump would have had an opportunity to like grab some of the black vote or whatever it was or lose you know, the, the voting block will get diminished because there are black people that are stupid enough to go follow behind Kanye instead of paying attention to what's really in front of them. You know, I mean, it's well, like, and then again, you go back further than that, then it's like, you know, I'm sure there was more shenanigans that he was doing around the midterms of 2018. So, you know, I, I see like at this point, he's he's doubled down every two or three years on his mental instability and very poor choices that he's made. And so, you know, it's just embarrassing. It's embarrassing as a community, but it's, I think it's more embarrassing because, again, it's another conversation about people and their mental health. And, you know, it's, 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 it's just, really, it's it, very unsettling. It, it, it's extremely unsettling. And, you know, look, you know who's taking advantage of it? The uh, hardcore anti Semites, too. Absolutely. And they love it. They love they it. Love it they love it all. They, they they want to drive wedges between the black community and the Jewish community, which has been, you know, mm-hmm. a, a really important force for, as you said, for good, for civil rights. And, and yeah. look, Trump's Trump's piled on that, too. I mean, actually, yes. you know, Keith, there's a headline in The Washington Post tonight. Overt anti-Semitism returns with Trump, Kanye West. I mean, think about that. That is like like that's the former president of the United States pushing. Linked linked to Kanye West on the issue of anti-Semitism. What? And, and it's like, this, this is crazy. This is scary. It's frightening. Well, this is not normal. It's, it isn't normal. But you have to also remember, too, that Donald Trump is also responsible for giving these people breath and giving these yeah. people the, the room in the room to talk the stupid shit. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, but at the same time, not realizing what they've un- unpacked. You know, it's like a Pandora's box of crazy. And so, like, you know, the, the reason that we're seeing this rise in white supremacy is because of all of this foolishness. And so the mere fact that, you know, to me, white supremacy encompasses, you know, the anti-Semitism. And so it's sort of like to see that anti-Semitism now is having a little bit more of a focus in this particular wave of rage that we seem to be having in this country, it, it, you know, knowing that it's bubbling out of that whole white supremacy energy, it makes sense because that's what's on the rise. That's what we're dealing with. That's, you know, and, and to see someone like Kanye West put himself in the middle of all of this, it is kind of, I think scarier for him because, you know, when the revolution really do come, he's going to get run out. Because black people are not taking him back now. You know, black people have been very forgiving with Kanye for many, many years over his shenanigans. But I think that this is the one that everybody's like, ooh, yeah, I think he went too far this time. (laughs) It's like, I don't don't think I can get down with that one, yo, you know. (laughs) It's like... 
Well, well I, you know, you um, know, I hope so. Anyway. Well, you know, and it's also intertwined. Like, you know, let's remember what they were chanting in Charlottesville was Jews right. will not replace us. You will not replace us. And then what do we find out this week, Keith, that one of the participants in that rally uh-huh. was actually paid, has been paid by the Florida Republican Party. We only found out because he got the shit beat out of him by somebody. And Marco Rubio said he got the shit beat out of him because of politics. But the guy's mother was like, no, my son doesn't even understand politics. He doesn't vote. <laughs> he just beat the shit out of the guy because he was in our neighborhood. And the guy <laughs> was like a Confederate supporter. But he was like, like, think about that. Like five years ago, six years ago, you would have been like, no, you wouldn't hire a white supremacist. They're, Marco Rubio is proud of him. It, it's It's like... This is all happening before our eyes. It's real. <laughs> it is just, but it's the idea that you basically can hire your own white supremacists. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's like it's not like going with the fifties when you have to go to the automat. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah. <laughs> it's like you can now dial up and get you a white supremacist on the go. I'm yeah. telling you, it's like. Yeah, this this country is real, really, real, real scary. And, you know, as a person of color and having seen and lived, if, as I always say, you know, I'm a, into a man of a certain age, you know, and having seen things in a different way, it's sort of like I, I feel like those old people when I was growing up, it's like, you know, watching the way that we've turned all that light that we were shedding between 2008 and 2016. Like when we were shedding light, it was like, Ooh, everybody's about to get their own and people are going to go on with their lives and they have it completely undone <laughs> in a matter of four years and to be spending the next two years since then, you know, still dealing with this, still dealing with this craziness. And it's, it's scary because like I've always said, the problem it's not going to get solved by us. It's not going to be solved by the people of color. It's not going to be solved by the LGBT. It's going to have mm-hmm. to be the straight white folks <laughs> that are going to be really tired of all these other people making these crazy ass decisions and crazy ass conversations and saying all these outlandish things. You know, it's like they're going to have to take those folks to task because, you know, they're not listening to us. <laughs> And they haven't been listening to us for years. People don't listen to us. And it's like now everybody is coming to a a head and it's going to have to be those folks dealing with, you know, their families and dealing with their cousins and uncles. And like, you got to talk to them because A, they scare me. And B, it's like it's it's not up to me to make them understand that. It's like I I can't do that because I'm trying to live my life and I'm trying to do my thing, you know, like most of us are trying to do. And so, I mean, you know, it's just it's just I've seen it change in such a horrible way. And I don't know if we're going to be able to undo this. And if we are, is it going to be in within the rest of my lifetime? Because. You know, I'm, I'm, I was banking on another 30 or so years not being stressed out with crazy. Like we were we were moving in a cool direction. And it was like, oh, man, <laughs> no, I'm with you. I'm with you. It's like it's like, and that's why, you know, it, it, we've got these elections in 12 days. And that's why I keep saying oh. young people, young people, you've got to vote because, I mean, it, it might be 20, 30 years for us. It's 50, 60, 70 years for you guys. <laughs> you got to fix it, please. 
I know. Look, at, we're leaving a mess. A lot of these people are leaving a mess, and it's it's, it's like okay. And so, we have to say to them, you know, I listen. I get it. I get it. Things are a little bit on the hanky side right now. <laughs> it's like we're you know we're working real hard to try to fix it, but you got to remember. There's a lot of really messed up people in the process. And so you have to help us filter out these crazy people so that we can get the real work done. And that's the only other way that they're going to be able to market this game to people. Because, you know, talking about college loans and now watching the Republicans fighting against it, it's like, yeah. I don't know how to tell you guys. Like, they, they really aren't trying to help you. <laughs> no, they don't like you. They don't like you. They don't like and, you. And, 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 and old people, old people, you old people too. Like, exactly. Who's there? Uh, they're trying to take away your Social Security. They don't like you either. They don't uh, like you but, either. But you're gonna vote for him. I okay, because because right, so, he's all about abortion. All right. We're gonna take a break. We'll be back in just a few minutes. This episode is brought to you by Philo. Do you love TV? Do you love saving money? Then Philo is your solution. Philo has shows, movies, and live TV for just $25 a month. You can even try it for free with their seven-day free trial. No contracts, no commitments, no hassles, just a better way to watch TV. Never miss a minute of shows like the hit docuseries Where is Wendy Williams or classics such as Friends. If you can't get enough TV, then there's no better way to watch. Philo has more than 70 channels like BET, MTV, and AMC. And the best part? You can try it yourself with their seven-day free trial. Sign up today at philo.tv slash poppods. That's P-H-I-L-O dot TV slash P-O-P-P-O-D-S to get 50% off your first month. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome back, everybody. Um, Okay. I got to focus in on one of these particular Republicans right now. There's this crazy ass story that's been floating around for a while. Actually, I had someone bring it up to me and I had to explain to them it's a lie. Senator Ron Johnson out in Wisconsin was on a talk show and somebody asked him about the schools providing litter boxes and which is total crazy bullshit thing. Right. And he has become aware of that, he said. And (laughs) Keith it, like for people who don't know, there's this urban myth that schools are providing litter boxes for kids who are like furries, a- acting like cats, and that they use it for the bathroom. It is total. Up, <laughs> you know, you've seen state senators and get on the floor and tell this story, and then have to go back and recant it and admit they were wrong. The guy running for Congress up in Maine, the Republican, had the same thing happen. He told the story, and then he had to recant it. And now you've got a United States senator. I mean, NBC did a big expose on it, but like this is the this is the level of shit we're dealing with. It's disgusting. 
it's really disgusting and it's also quite amusing to me it's like oh okay so this is this is how you're going to do it it's like that whole thing about like you remember with gay marriage and it was like well you know if, if gays can get married then why don't i just marry a pig is that you know what i mean like or why don't i marry a cow <laughs> right. am i able to do that right. come on you know it's like yep. this this is their answer to the trans question you know it's like oh you guys are so so pathetic and and at the same time so calculated because again as you said this clearly was a story that they had in the big board meeting room where it's like okay what what's this week's story that we're going to spread amongst the people you know this is this week's story and it's like it's just so sad because again time being wasted time being spent you know money being spent on whatever conference or whatever it is that he went to that's you know have letting him sit up there and, and you know confer this kind of foolishness it's like we have to do better we just have to do better and i hope that wisconsin votes the fuck out of him like get rid of him like because he is awful he's just awful and he's another one you know what was it like with the whole line of electorates that that, that he was like i didn't really sign the paper or it came to my office oh, yeah. but i wasn't there yeah. and I don't know, but, um, you know, there was some stuff and it's like, he's got an excuse for everything in that moment, you know? And he's hired one of them. I think he's hired one of the fake electors. You know, you you know, the thing that makes me craziest about this litter box story is, and it just goes to show just how messed up our whole system is. It started one of the places where there was a Republican who said, that it was happening in Jefferson County, Colorado. And the Jefferson County School District said no. Jefferson County is where Columbine is. Columbine High School wow. where the massacre happened back in 1999, right? Yeah. But you know what they did have? They had cat litter in classrooms. You know why? Because it's part of a go bucket that contains emergency supplies in case students are locked in the classroom during a shooting. The Buckets also wow. contain candy for diabetic students, a map of the school, flashlights, wet wipes, and first aid items. Somehow, this keeping kitty litter in case kids have to go to the bathroom because they're locked in a room because there's a shooter has turned uh, into, you know, this anti-LGBT thing about kids being cats. And mm-hmm. it's it's morphed into all this craziness. And, and it's part of the whole thing. It's like there's a, a kernel of truth. But the kernel of truth is because we don't do anything to protect kids from gun violence. We just put more guns out there in this country. And that's what Republicans do. It's just just want to pull your hair out. This is like talking about the vicious cycle of crazy, right? Like, right. we have to do this kind of stuff. We have to give these kids this kind of emergency preparedness because there are people that will walk into your school and try to shoot and kill you for no fucking reason. And so because of yeah. that, we have to try to think of every kind of contingency. I'm sure there's EpiPens. I'm sure there's, you know, uh, uh, like you said, there's candy for the diabetics if the sugar thing drops too low. And then they have kitty litter there to absorb the urine that I'm sure everybody will be, you know, tinkling on themselves because there's a mass shooter out there. I mean, you know, like, <laughs> it's, it's like, I don't get it. I just don't get it. I don't get it. But again, I, I see the bad logic in it. You see the bad logic in all of this. You see the, the, 
the shading of the truth in order to create this whole rumor mill of, of stupidity. It's like you see that it's done again <laughs> to distract from the fact that Ron Johnson has done absolutely nothing pretty much this entire what year or so except stand in the way of, of things being done that could help the people of Wisconsin, yeah. that could actually help the people of the United States, but mostly his own constituents. And so the fact that he doesn't give a squat about, you know, what's going on in terms of, you know, how are the jobs, what's going on with his state, trying to help them make money, you know, do revenues and stop, like whatever that last governor that he was working with, the Republican guy, but like he was he was in cahoots with them to kind of basically disrupt the whole economy of because <laughs> they broke up the unions. They got them real good. You know, you know what I'm Scott saying? Walker, Scott Walker. That's who it was. Scott yeah. Walker. So they, you know, so they did their damage to the state of Wisconsin. And now they're basically sitting around waiting for their, their money, their paychecks. And, you know, where are they getting yeah. their money from? I don't know. All these places that they're spreading all this disinformation. I don't know where the where where could those sources be coming from <laughs> it's like, it's like, well you know there's billionaires lining up to fund all of these entities i mean it's it's stunning to see how much money that you know i saw today there was a um uh, someone was reporting on all the the money that the billionaires are pumping into elected republican senate which would include ron mm -hmm. johnson including paul singer who mm -hmm. you know years ago was telling us how what a great LGBT ally he was. He had a gay son and he was trying to get marriage done. <laughs> now he's doing everything he can because, look, you know, I mean, they're coming for everybody. They're obviously coming for women. Yep. They have made that very clear. They're coming for immigrants. Yep. They're coming for people of color. They're coming for the queer community. Literally, mm -hmm. the only people who are safe in a Republican world are rich, white, Christian men, straight. Christian and, men or, or and, straight and pretending please, Christian men. I was going to say, put some quotation marks around that Christian. You know what I mean? Like, because they're not. And straight. Too. <laughs> <laughs> and some of that, you can put a question mark around some of that, too. I'm just saying. Yeah. Quotation marks and a question mark around it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Straight. Mm. Some of them. They just oh don't want to admit to the other letters that they might be. That's their problem. But see, again, you know. It is it is a well-funded organization of people that are working to try to undermine the rights of most so that they can have all of the power and all of all, all the money. And what's so yes. sad is all of that money that they're spending to do all of this craziness is like if they would take that money and do things like just fix the water in Flint, you know, it's yeah. like they would have an entire country, city, uh, county space and folks willing to get other stuff done because guess what? They can drink the water now. You know, it's like yeah. spend some money on some education in some places, you know, buy some computers for, you know, get Wi-Fi to those folks in the Appalachian Mountains so that they could, you know, improve, you know, get the Internet and see what the rest of the world is doing. You know, it's like, <laughs> but no, we're just going to try to change elections and you know, scare people that work at the polls and do all we're going to, we're going to spend money and fund that kind of foolishness, you know, right. this white right. supremacy terrorism thing. Like we're going to, we're going to, we're going to find a way to put our money somewhere near all of that because that's, that's better business for us. You know, and it's like, that's what we're dealing with. So it's two weeks, really, let's see what happens. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, no, we're back no, again. No, it, it, 
It is. It's really one of the things I was talking to Kathleen Friedel and talking about how they're running all these campaigns on fentanyl and how fentanyl yeah. is coming over the border and they're and they're using crime and they're they're all these same old tactics. It's these same old Republican tactics. It's a divide and distract tactic. And the mm-hmm. crazy thing is the thing that's so crazy is there's going to be a lot of old people out there who are like, Oh, yes, crime. I, 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 I better vote for Republicans, even though they're mm-hmm. the ones making the crime worse because they don't um, they put all the guns out there. Well, you know, it's yeah. gun crime that people are afraid of. And guess what? Where do the guns come from? Because they come, it's because of, or 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 they're like, oh, the economy's bad. I have to vote for Republicans, even though Republicans don't have a goddamn plan for the economy. And they're going to screw old people. They want to cut Social Security. They're basically mm-hmm. telling us what they want to do. And they're like, oh, well, they don't mean me. Yes, they do meet you. <laughs> yes, they do. They do. They really well, do. So they do. They, But that's the case for almost anything. It's like, you know, when we were still, you know, I'm still worried about the fact that we really never fixed the issues around the whole process of voting from 2020. You know, that were all with the things that were in question. Like we never fixed any of those things nor answered any of those questions. You know, we just saw states just pass all kinds of crazy laws to mess with the way that people are allowed to vote or people are having access to the vote. So that's what we've watched happen. And we have not watched that stuff be undone. And then we're, you know, the Democrats are like, you know, we're going to try to do this and be a fair because we're just going to have it happen at the polls. We're just going to everybody show up and vote and send us five dollars and show up and send us more money. And it's like, like, no, (laughs) it's like Mm. we 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 didn't fix some of the stuff that really is going to make it better for people to be access to the vote so that we can make the change that we would like to see happen. And it's like, you know, that's the reason why I'm like, I'm okay. I'm all for people getting in there and doing it and mailing it and carrying on. But like, is it really fixed? We don't know. And then, you know, didn't just uh, Merrick Garland just like this past week, didn't he just make some sort of announcement that, you know, they're going to really look at dealing with making sure that people are having better access to the polls or they're making yeah. sure that their rights are not going to get violated and all this other stuff going into this, this voting yeah. cycle. And it's like, where were you like six, eight months ago? Right. And why is this conversation on a loop? And more importantly, why do we have to have this conversation in 2022? This exactly. Is something, like this is something we thought we were, you know, we never thought it was going to be over, you know, because, right. you know, <laughs> the fight is real. But, you right. know, th- these are the things the last time you really heard about having to interfere in, you know, we've had to have a lot of lawsuits where we had the Voting Rights Act that would so, mm-hmm. that would allow it. But, you know, are we going to have to mm-hmm. send federal troops to allow people to vote in Arizona? Are we have to going to send it's, in the U.S. Marshals? Exactly. Exactly. And what about places like, you know, the Mississippis, the Alabamas, right. <laughs> where, where black people are probably even afraid to vote if they can even get yeah. to a poll? You know, like that, yeah. that to me is what needs to to be looked at and we didn't do that so now we're going to roll into this one expecting major turnout but not realizing that we may have not made it possible for the major turnout to have space to turn out too you know it's like yeah. uh, but we're yeah. we're just you know that, that's the democratic way you know the democrats just, we're just going to take the high road and try to get this stuff done because more people are going to be angry and they're going to come out and vote and it's like mm, yeah let's just I'm hope so I'm sick so, of that high roll, to be honest. You know, because <laughs> we sh- we should have like we should have flipped everything with a major majority in 2020, and we didn't. Yeah, 
and everything came down to this slim minority, or, you know, slim majority, and we need the vice president. But we, then we got these two senators that just so happened to like, oh, I don't really like your plans, so we're oh. going to just do what the Republicans want us to do, and we'll see what happens. And what do they do? They just stalled two years of really good progress that we could have been making because yep. of you know their own agenda. So I, you know, we gotta if they're gonna it's gonna happen. People have to realize now. At least I hope that after this that time that we spent in that pandemic, that people had a better opportunity to see how the government works and not be, you know, see how their vote matters and all those things that you're supposed to kind of get out of the process because we all studied it in civics. You know, like yeah. let's hope that people are going to take that to the polls and you know realize what they're facing and realize what these people are trying to do what this this party of people and party of crazy is really trying to do to their lives and due to their home you know their structures and the way that they're doing it's like the gas prices i know suck and i know that the, the prices of food are high because this isn't joe biden's fault no <laughs> no there's a worldwide inflation you know the, the people who are profiting the companies that are profiting are, the, are gouging us and they are donating mm-hmm. to Republicans to keep them in power. And exactly. like Shell announcing today, I mean, Keith, uh, the way I think it was um, CNN described Shell as making another gigantic quarterly profit. Oh, okay, Shell. Of course they are. You know, yep, yep, At $7 yep. a gallon, of course they're making a huge profit. Hello. Yep. Hello. <laughs> Oh, my you know, God, my friend, I could talk to you all night. It is um, we, we, we uh, did cover a lot of ground here tonight, Keith. Um, I feel so. Yes. Yes. Well, you are fabulous. And that's I always love talking to you, Keith Price, uh, a.k.a. Comedy Daddy on Twitter for as long as Twitter is still around anyway. Exactly. <laughs> and we are not paying Elon Musk no money either. So let's just. No, no, we're not. Just. All right. Good to talk to you, and I hope we get to talk soon. Take care, my friend.